Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash SPFVGS. Welcome to episode 185 of the Super Best Friends video game sleepover podcast. Sans Adam Redding, the show is back. It's new. Rest in peace. Well, back for this episode, and we'll see what happens. (laughs) Could be a disaster. Yeah, so should we talk about this right off the... Oh, I guess we have to introduce ourselves first, huh? Yeah, I'm Mike. I'm going to go ahead and host this time around, or whatever that counts for. (laughs) Might as well. Might as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With me, as always, is Mr. David J. Tate. Hi, that's me. I'm your David J. Tate for the night. For just tonight. Uh, how, you, how you doing, Mike? I'm okay, man. How about you? It's been a little while, right? I yeah, it's been a minute. I mean, it's like it's not like we don't talk to each other a lot in our Discord. That's which true, we do. and Adam does too. So let's start out the show with a plug for that. By the way, like I don't yeah. know if you guys have noticed, but like all of us have kind of well, not Adam, but all of us have been kind of phasing out social media a little bit Mm -hmm. uh for reasons that we don't have to get into because this is a fun show um (laughs) but we have been on our discord a lot so uh the link to that is bit.ly slash sbfegs discord if you miss us if you miss adam in particular just hop on in there we're all in there like almost every day yeah so um yeah anyway that's a fun little plug to start things off but i did want to explain what's going on here okay so we've been on hiatus for a very long time much longer than any of us anticipated i think (laughs) at this point a little bit yeah i so adam is off gallivanting about no he's uh he's working on a video game soundtrack for a mysterious game that we do not know what it is uh hopefully someday that information will be public (laughs) but until it is we just all have to stay in the dark about it um adam does not hate you despite me liking to pretend that that's what's happening uh adam is just working two jobs right now um and so what we originally decided to do was put the show on hiatus for a while until you know a couple months maybe maybe a year and then adam would be free again and we'd just start back up yeah but it's it's been more than a year now. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like been a year and a half or something like that. Maybe even more than that. I don't I, time doesn't have meaning anymore. Right. Um but Mike and I missed it. We missed you. And we were like, "Well, what if we just start the show back up and we'll just keep the seats warm yeah. uh for when Adam's done. We can we can still talk. We can still have guests. We'll still have super guest friends, super best friends come and join us like Gabe and Eric and all of all of your favorites, the handsomely faced Eric, of course. <laughs> um and Adam even if Adam's ever like, "You know what? I could make it this week. We'll extend the invitation. It's an open. Yeah. Adam, I know you're listening to this. You have an open invitation anytime you want to be on the show." So, and that way, listeners, you know, if he's not here, it's because he doesn't like you. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, anyway, so yeah, that's what's going on. We're going to just do some fi- some campside 
episodes to get the shake off the cobwebs. Yeah. Uh, then start inviting guests on here and there and stuff. And uh, and I don't. I hope. Hopefully, we'll stick to every fortnight. That's our goal. But you know, uh, we're busy fellas. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I literally had yeah. to dust off my microphone. <laughs> So these cobwebs are not figurative. They no, are literal. Quite literal. <laughs> so is, with that with that out of the way, yeah. what's the rest of the preamble? Do you remember what Adam said? Uh, you know, he used to tell this lie about how we came each and every fortnight uh, with a brand new episode. <laughs> that ain't true. Um, I don't. It hasn't been true for a while. It hasn't been true for a while. I don't even know if it's true now. But it might be. Maybe to get into the possibly. Show, I think we usually uh, talk about what we're playing. Oh, what are we playing at? Yeah, what are we playing at? And I usually go first. You do. Are we going to stick to that tradition or should we shake things up? It's up to you. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, So I actually started compiling compiling lists. Wow. Easy for me to say. (laughs) Compiling this list. when we were talking about coming back and it's been it's been a month since we started talking about coming back too so uh so this list is a little bit outdated but i'm going to talk about this anyway hades i've been playing hades uh there has been a resurgence of people playing that on our discord that we plugged a few seconds ago bit.ly slash sbfegs discord um and i so i don't know why i well okay i know why i started playing it again Mm -hmm. Uh, but Mike, why did you start playing it? Uh, I love Hades a lot, and I didn't like 100% that game uh, when I beat it the mm. first time around. You know, I, I I got like the ending, I did a bunch of the side stuff, um, but there was still plenty of game to play, and I was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember something else was coming out. I was gonna play that, and then I'll, I'll get back to Hades, and then as you do, it gets into the backlog <laughs> of things. Um, right, wasn't too bad because I had beaten it, but still, I wanted to come back and play it more, and then seeing. Uh, you and a couple other folks talking about Hades a lot. I was like, man, I got to play some Hades. That game is really good. And mm-hmm. uh, since you guys started talking about it, I put another 45 hours into it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think that's more time than I have in that game total. Um, so for me, the inspiration for getting back into Hades was because I never beat it the first time around. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked it, yeah. but I'm very bad at video games. And so... I had a very hard time, like even like, okay, so friend, friend of the show, ultimate kills. He's also the top newsman. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we actually have some news stories from him, believe it or not, even though our subreddit went dormant during the, uh, the hiatus, he came back with a vengeance and just started posting away. But um, he, he was one of our Hades players and like he started like from no progress. He like deleted all his progress and he beat it within like a week or so. And it, yeah, I mean, it took me a lot longer than that. Anyway, all that to say, I finally beat the game. Uh, I beat Hades once the first time. Um, and I've gotten maybe two more clears since then. Um, but the first time I beat it, I tweeted about it. And Supergiant was like, hey, congratulations, David. Now are you going <laughs> to keep playing? And then uh, Darren Korb liked my tweet, too. So, like, friend of the show, Darren Korb, yeah. obviously. Uh, and so... Basically, I have to play it more and you see do. what else is in store because Supergiant told me to. <laughs> so yeah. and it's such those, a, my hands are tied. It's such a good game. Um, yeah, you, you gotta like, you gotta see the ending. Mm-hmm. Oh, but also the other reason that I felt like I had to beat the game mm-hmm. uh, was because uh, when I was doing the VGA stream, long many what was that October, November, something like that, something like that. Yeah. Um, 
they announced Hades 2. They did. And so we're very excited about Hades 2 around here. And I think that's kind of what, what kicked off the whole resurgence of Hades on our Discord. And uh, it's been fun. It has. Um, with, with Hades yeah. 2, do you think you'll pick up that early access this year? Or will you wait until it's like full release? Ooh, that's a good question. Because I heard that Hades 1 was really fun in early access. Mm-hmm. I, a couple of the streamers I follow were uh, playing it and stuff. But... I really enjoyed knowing that the game was like quote unquote finished when I started it. Sure. So it's tempting to like jump into the early access and I'm sure it will be great. Um, But I want to know like, what would that be like if I beat Hades one when it was still in early access? You know what I mean? I agree with you. It's, it's tricky because Haiti, the first Haiti was, was in early access for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I don't know, like a couple years, wasn't it? Um, I don't know the time frame, but it was it felt felt like forever because when I so I have a favorite streamer. It's it's Vine Sauce on Twitch. He's not clean, so if you listen you listen to our podcast because we don't cuss, mm. but he cusses He's up a storm. Doity. But uh, he streams under uh, Vine Sauce on Twitch, and uh, I was like, okay, I like this game. Let's see what he thought about it. Mm-hmm. And he he had played it like years ago, and I was like, what? And that's how I learned about the whole <laughs> like early access thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, Hades. Hades is fun. Yeah. Uh, the other game I've been playing at um, is Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Yeah, I mean, um, that one doesn't surprise me because you're a huge fan of Rabbids. No, no, no. Ubisoft <laughs> Rabbids. David's always talking about them. Collecting Rabbids lie. memorabilia. <laughs> that is a dirty lie. So, fun story about me. I hate the minions, okay? Mm. Like, grew... Uh, that whole despicable me, like the minions, they drive me nuts. And I don't have kids yet, thankfully, so I don't have to look at minions. Um, someday that might change, and maybe I'll find some love for them, I hope, for my own sake. But right now I hate minions, and rabbits are like worse minions. <laughs> They're so well, rabbits are I the originals, them. you know, they were out before minions I guess. existed. Uh, they're the like the less they're like the less popular emo band that the new like <laughs> pop band came out like copying you know what mm. I'm talking about so anyway uh but I hate I hate them I hate the rabbits and I don't know why Mario needs rabbits however that said I love Mario more than I hate rabbits mm. so uh and I loved the idea of a strategy Mario game and uh so, and I heard the first one was really good, but I had a hard time getting into it for whatever reason. I think I even own it, but like, it, I think it was really hard, at least for me. And this game is a little easier than the first one from what I understand. Um, so maybe I, I only hit a couple spots where I had to like try a fight again sure. uh, and I could have turned up the difficulty, but like just the norm, the at like the out of the box difficulty, I was able to clear most fights on my first try which that's my favorite um <clears throat> and the gameplay it's kind of like like baby XCOM, um <laughs> like it's turn-based but you still can like kind of run around you have a, a like a um like a circumference that you can run in per turn mm-hmm. but you can run freely in that area um and you can even like do some things like you can run up and hit an enemy and then run away um but if you shoot them, because every character has like a shoot attack, and once you shoot, you are stuck in that position. Mm. So there's a little strategy involved where you can like, okay, I'm close enough to this guy. I'm going to run up and kick them, and then I'm going to you know, use um, 
this other power I have, and then I'm going to go around this corner and shoot them. Uh, and then that's the end of my turn. And you have three characters on your team in every fight. Uh, some fights, they actually add a couple more. And in the last fight, you use every character that you have, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so my party was typically, and you choose your character. So you've got like, you know, Mario, Luigi, Peach, um, Bowser's in it actually too. Uh, but then you've got like, like rabid Mario, rabid Luigi, rabid Peach, rabid Rosalina, which where'd she come from? Rosalina has <laughs> been out of the game since super Mario galaxy two, which was like over a decade ago. So, um, I don't know why there are rabid versions of these characters, but <clears throat> of course they made those the most powerful characters in the game. So you kind of have to use them. <laughs> um, so my, my team was uh, Mario who fires two shots. He's kind of like all around good at everything kind of character. Um, and then Luigi, he's sort of a sniper. So I'd kind of keep him back and have him shoot, you know, characters that were in range. Uh, and then also, and then I would use rabid peach because she was a healer. And so none of my characters would ever die. Uh, and I also gave her like crowd control, like you, and every character gets a spark. So like you can give Mario a, a, um, a fire spark and he will then do fire damage when you activate it. So stuff like that. So I gave peach, uh, rabid peach, like I would have her run into a, an area and she would have like an AOE, uh, fire, like meteoroid attack. And then she'd run behind a behind a corner and and i would shoot with her and stuff so yeah pretty good and i beat the game i got the, so it was the first gift that my in-laws ever gave me as their son-in-law and uh so that was fun and so i beat it over christmas break and my review i will give it four out of five entire pizzas mm-hmm. loves those rabbits yeah loves no love the mario uh it was pretty fun <laughs> Sorry. I'm just laughing at how much you think I love rabbits. Um, It was pretty fun, and I did not regret playing through it. Nice. So there you go. And finally, last one, and I've already been talking way too long here, of course. (laughs) This is my custom to talk way too much about all the games I'm playing. But I'm playing Signalis. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and this is the game that I'm currently streaming. So I'm doing this new thing. I used to stream everything I ever played. Uh, and then I got married, <laughs> and <laughs> it changes. A bit. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it changes things a little bit. So, um, so I stream one game at a time that I'm playing, uh, and I only stream about two nights a week. Right now, it's Monday and Thursdays, uh, eight p.m. Eastern, five p.m. Pacific. Uh, I, by the way, we stream on Twitch.tv/sbfegs. <laughs> that's that's where I'm streaming. Um, so Signalis, it's kind of like a a new retro survivor horror game survival horror game so like the old resident evil game and the old silent hill game mm-hmm. um like a top-down perspective uh kind of kind of chunky graphics that kind of look like a playstation one but it, it looks like the memory of playstation yeah, one like the best version but way of better. PlayStation one yeah like playstation one never could have done yeah it's like playstation one through rose colored glasses you mm-hmm. know um and they do sprinkle in some other, uh, like, like inspiration. Like, um, there's yeah. this one section that's in first person, and it kind of reminded me a little tiny bit of GoldenEye, just the way it looked. Um, and so I've been streaming that. Mike's been watching the streams and chatting and, yeah. like, helping me when I get stuck because I get stuck all the time. That's a uh, tough game. I- <laughs> you were saying in on the first stream I walked into like the same room like three times <laughs> like complete like whoa what's this room? 
<laughs> yeah, it drops you in an area, right? And, it, and it's it's very, like like old Resident Evil and Silent Hill, it's very exploration-based. Um, mm-hmm. So it's easy to, like, walk into a hallway that has, like, five, six rooms in it and then forget, like, oh, which doors have already been through? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at the same time, there's all kinds of spooky stuff going on. Yeah, and sometimes the geometry is like sometimes there's like a couple of hallways that look the same. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one area where you have to so the the game like you you like are in one area and you have to like solve all the puzzles there before you move on to the next area. Right. Uh and one of the areas I was in was like eight f- floors or something yeah. of the same layout. Uh, every floor has almost the same layout. So of course I'm going to get a little bit confused there, but yeah. um, thankfully there's a map that I've started consulting a little bit more. That's helped me uh, get a little bit more oriented where, where I am. So, but anyway, overall great game. I will probably beat it in the next couple weeks and I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. And you've played that one too, right? Yeah. I, I beat that one like a month ago uh, or, or so. And I've been like, just like chomping at the bit for David to stream it. Cause I liked it. You know, like that, that feeling when you beat a game, you're like, who else has played this? Oh, nobody. Nobody's played that I know, so I can't talk about mm-hmm. it with anyone. So right. I'm very excited for you to, to get through it and see what you think. Yeah. Well, I can't wait either. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been playing at, Mike. After after all that, yeah. what have you been playing at, sir? So we talked about Signals. Played that. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd give that like four to five tacos. No, no problem. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um... I played a bunch of Hades. We talked about that too. Hades is great. Go play it. Get ready for mm-hmm. Hades 2 to come out. Um, I just started playing um, Hi-Fi Rush. I don't know if you've if you've seen this oh, game. Oh, that's the game that got dropped, right? It was. Uh, yeah. It's developed by the Evil Within team? Yes. That's fascinating. Yeah, I think it, uh, is that like a Tango Gameworks? I think it might be. Over at Bethesda Studios, so... Mm-hmm. It is like a um, uh, a cart like from a scary game to this. Yeah, it's like it's like a cartoony like sci-fi um action rhythm game. It's it's very it's very interesting. It's very like the complete opposite of everything they've ever made before, which yeah, I think colorful, is colorful, happy, yeah, funny, groovy tunes. Yeah. Is it licensed music? Is that Some right? of it is. Yeah, it's a mixture of of original and licensed music. Um, okay. So you're gonna see like you know, black keys and things like that in there. And, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So so like you you get into like uh, almost like arena based like melee fights um, as you're progressing through you know these these platforming levels. So it you know, okay, you go through like platforming sections. You'll go through you know, uh, once you get to the end of those, you usually jump into like an arena area where you're gonna have a big fight. Um, all of the combat is sort of like whenever you attack, you're going to attack on the beat. That's just how it works. Um, oh. And if you can time like the button hits, whenever you push the button, it's going to, instead of like there being an, an immediate, like it hits, it hits, it hits. He like winds up and hits on the beat. And if you can hit every successive hit after that on the beat, then um, it does like more damage. And then, oh, that's cool. So, like, sort of a critical hit exactly. or something. And, and if you, like, yeah. at the end of your, like, your four-hit combo, whatever, you'll see, like, a big meter show up, like, you know, almost like Spider-Man style, with the big the big circle closing in over a button. And if you hit that on beat, then it does a big finisher. Um, and there's, like, a dodge mechanic. You know, you can dodge right before you get hit. And if you dodge on the beat, then instead of just dodging once, you can dodge up to three times in a row. So there's all these cool uh. things to do if you can kind of find the rhythm. And if you can't, you hit the options button and then it brings a beat bar at the bottom. It actually shows you exactly when you should be doing that. And that can, oh, that's nice. That can be 
turned on and off at any point. You just hit that button, it either shows up or it goes away. So as you get sort of for more the rhythmically challenged among us, basically, or it's also helpful, right? Because all rhythm games, um, it's tricky depending on what your display uh, is set up to. Oh uh, yeah, figuring out what that input lag is, and yeah, so it's helpful for that. If good if luck playing Parappa on any modern hardware, yeah, it's like really it's hard. nearly impossible. <laughs> uh, in fact, I the best system I have to play Parappa the Rapper on nowadays is my old PSP because they had like a they released a version and because that system is enclosed it like has no there's no latency whatsoever so uh pro tip if you uh I, it might work on the Vita too but if you have a PSP get Parappa on it you can play it no problem easy yeah i think Parappa <laughs> works just fine on the Vita because there's no input delay uh cuz it's everything's okay. local right um but uh yeah so besides hi-fi uh rush I've also been playing the original Monkey Island series with my family. So like, oh yeah, after dinner we boot up Monkey Island. We solve puzzles for like an hour, and then yeah, we've been doing that every night. Um, I'm Are you playing to, the remastered versions of those? Yeah, like where they put yeah, okay. yeah. And, and so cool. sometimes for funsies, right? You know, you you switch modes so they can you know my daughter can see what games used to look like. You know, in the and what you had to suffer 90s. through when you were her age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked great then, but uh, hard That's hard to true. look at now. So. <laughs> That's been really, really so fun. True. So yeah, we're playing our way through that whole series, and then we'll we'll play Return to Monkey Island at the end of it. That's the newest one. That's right? the newest one. Oh, that that's came the one out. that just came out. Yeah, yeah, just a few months ago. Uh, also, rest in peace, uh, voice actor of LeChuck. He just recently yeah, passed that's away. Sad. Yeah. Well, anyway, brought it down. That's a bummer. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> David, let's save ourselves. Let's go to the news. I'm sorry. No, I don't think you said that right. Uh, and Adam's not here, sadly, to say it his amazing way. But, you know, I do still have my old standby, although I am older now, so it might not be the same. But the news! Mm-hmm. Classic news. Classic I still got news. it, baby. I still got it. I'm 42 years old. I can still do that. What the <laughs> heck? Come on. Uh, okay, so we have a few news stories here. Just two tonight. Adam likes to bring in a billion of them, but he's not here. <laughs> he's not. He can't. He can't change. He can't change us tonight. Uh, so, uh, by the way, if you want to submit news stories for us to comment on, which uh, is a thing again, because we're 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 back, sort of, kind of, kind we're of. back. Yeah. Uh, so, if you head on over to Reddit dot com slash r slash sbfvgs. You can submit your own news stories there for and, you know, upvote or if you don't want to submit, you can just upvote the ones you want to hear us talk about. Yep. We'll take that into consideration. Um, and so these two stories were both submitted by the classic top newsman, Ultima Kills. He was on top of things. Uh, I, I told him we were going to be coming back and he was like, let me start posting. So he did. <laughs> uh, so first news story back 2023. Let's do this. Naughty Dog says it's moved on, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. from Uncharted and could do the same with The Last of Us. Uh, this story comes to us from VideoGamesChronicle.com. Um, Mike, did you hear anything about this? So the most recent thing, that that's kind of been Naughty Dog's take sort of every game, right? Everyone's like, okay, well, when's the next one? And their answer mm-hmm. is like, well, if we have what we feel like is a compelling story to tell in that you know, world, then we'll, we'll do it, but we're not going to like shackle ourselves to it and say, well, we're the studio that makes Uncharted or we're the studio that makes The Last of Us. Uh, now those games take okay. a really long time to make. So it feels yeah, they, like they've been the studio more that than anyone Uncharted. else really. Yeah. 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 So, uh, 
I, I know that uh, Neil Druckmann just did an interview recently uh, talking. Yeah, that's what this asking, is based yeah, on. Hey, mm-hmm. are you making the last of part three? And uh, he kind of said like, yeah, we, you know, we've toyed with the idea, but we're not, we're not sure yet. And, and the answer is we may not be doing that. Um, now that said, they still have an unreleased, uh, last of us multiplayer. Uh, that's true. Yep. That's never come out. Um, maybe that they're still working on it. From they say they're all, still working on it. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. Uh, but after that, yeah, who knows? Um, part of me is like, you know, those games are really great. Of course you want to see more of them. Uh, but at the same time, I'm always excited to see what something, you know, something totally new from, yeah, uh, that's my that take. Great games, you know. Yeah, my take is, you know, <laughs> The Last of Us is about what happens in a world-ending pandemic. Uh, we really nearly went through something <laughs> similar. Uh, the world didn't end in ours, thank goodness. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so like I'm ready to move on from the pandemic zombie outbreak. Let's do. Let's do something fun. Let's go. Let, I mean, maybe not Uncharted, but just something yeah. fun. Well, you it, know, and you know, now that there's the Last of Us TV series on HBO, which is pretty fantastic, by the way, if, if you guys haven't checked it out. Yet. I I'm not watching it, and we can talk about that in a second too. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to wait till it's done, or, or if you just want to skip it, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna skip it. <laughs> it's it's very very well done, but it's also one of those things. You know, on one hand, I could see like, hey, based on the popularity of this HBO series, I could see a lot of pressure coming their way to you know, make another last of us game, but there's right. Takes... And apparently they're heavily involved right in this, in the series. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like Neil, Neil Druckmann's like on site. Uh, I think he wrote, uh, this series. Um, wow. Take that with a grain of salt, right? Because it's like, it's, it's really closely based on the game. So right, right, it, right. it's essentially following the story that he wrote with Bruce Straley. Um, so they already have that. There's like minor deviations, but so far it's been pretty on point. Uh, hmm. so that's all kind of spelled out i could see them getting pressure to sort of hey let's you know make another last of us game to cash in on that that popularity but those take so long to make if you want it made really really well but by the time it comes out um that series will probably you know done um right and, yeah oh long done <laughs> and i can also see right like you've already got the the two games now you're gonna have uh, the HBO series, they've already said they're going to do a second season of that HBO series. It's already been greenlit. I could also see people mm-hmm. getting that last of fatigue. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. People will eat it up because it's Naughty Dog and they make great games again. But I personally, <laughs> right. I, I'd be excited for them to make something new. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, the reason I'm not watching The Last of Us, it's yeah. not because I hate HBO. I didn't HBO. know this, by it's the not... way. This is news to me. Oh, yeah. I don't really, I'm not really talking about it because I don't. I have this new thing where I don't like to like if people are enjoying something, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, well, I I hate it, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> because like why? There's no reason. No, no, like, no, no. yeah, you know, you don't want to everyone's good time, but and, and I feel like that's a prevalent thing on the internet. People are like, I loved yeah. the last Sky or Rise of what was it, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And and then someone's like, no, you didn't. It sucks. And I'm like, why? <laughs> you don't have to do that. If they liked it, that's good for them. Yeah. It's good to like things. For sure. So so anyway, I I'm not I'm not saying The Last of Us is a bad show, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. like I'm sure it's great. Yeah. But I I think the story was told perfectly in the game, and I just don't need I don't need to see it in a live action form. Mm-hmm. Like I've already seen this story. I don't. It like it's it's one thing reading a book and then seeing the movie because you didn't literally see it like depending on how good your imagination is but you know what I mean like 
it's a different medium, but video games are so similar to movies, especially Naughty Dog video games, where they have really good actors mm-hmm. and, you know, like, um, it's, I guess it's more like seeing a Broadway show based on a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how they're very similar. I don't know. I, I, so I feel like I would just rather play Last of Us again totally instead of watching the show. And yeah. I see what you're saying. I, I would say, to kind of agree with you, right, um, this problem that you're describing can kind of actually get a little bit worse when it's a TV series and not even a movie, right? Because at least in a oh, right. movie, if you're taking like a 20-hour video game and you're condensing it down to a two- or three-hour movie, there's probably going to be a lot of deviation. Um, and right, so you might right. end up with something a little bit different. So I could see people like, yeah, I want to check that out. Uh, but the TV mm-hmm. series, I mean, you you have sort of the the rhythm there to almost exactly follow what the game has done, um, right? And and I know they're taking some liberties. They are taking uh, some which liberties, which is very yeah. a very good thing in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. otherwise, why keep watching if there's nothing different? So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to see if 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 it uh, will continue to be small deviations uh, or if it will do something different that makes it kind of like turning you around on that on that you know front of like okay now right now yeah that's true they, they did something different yeah if they go like we'll final see. fantasy 7 going anywhere with right it. <laughs> right yeah it'll be well although hbo oh, this we're totally uh, off topic but hbo fine. did just remove westworld from there mm-hmm. and that's an hbo series that is no longer on hbo like streaming platform that is so weird to me yeah. but whatever they actually just announced i think yesterday that's coming back but not to, not HBO, to HBO, though. No, it's, yeah. it's coming to other <laughs> WB so platforms. What a weird... And also, we live in an era where video games can just disappear. Like, uh, Rumbleverse. Well, yeah. yeah, Rumbleverse is just going away. Just going away. Like, that's, we're just throwing in that new story for free. Yeah. Like, that bums what? me out. Rumbleverse was really, <laughs> yeah. really fun. But at the same time, I wasn't surprised because besides Gabe, I don't personally <laughs> know... Gabe over at Married to the Games podcast. Oh, Gabe's going to be so sad. Go back and listen to the very last episode. Yeah, we talked about it. We uploaded. (laughs) (laughs) It had just come out. You guys loved it. We loved it. Uh, And I still think it's a fantastic game. But besides Gabe, I don't know anybody else personally who's playing it. And I've I've shown it to people. I've talked about it. um, But I think it's a very interest-specific game. It's, it's, you know, Fortnite is, is in the same kind of, you know, battle royale conversation mm-hmm. but there's so much that's like Fortnite. it's very easy to wrap your head around what that is and how to play it. and rumbleverse is something completely different which is i think why i like it so much but that mm. also means there's a learning curve to it and so i could see folks jumping into rumbleverse and like the first you know one or two times not having a great time because they don't really know uh what to do and uh right and then just dropping off and that's probably what happened over the last six months yeah um so anyway rest in peace rumbleverse Mm, gone too soon uh (laughs) all right final news story of the night yeah star wars jedi survivor Mm -hmm. is the next big game delay of 2023 it's already started yep games are being delayed uh we at sbf vgs we take the stance that game delays are a good thing um don't release an unfinished game. You see, you've seen what happens when a game comes out and it's not finished. Look at the Callisto Protocol. It was not ready. Yeah, it came out. That it was, was not ready. It, it needed so many patches. <laughs> um, I mean, the console versions, by all you know accounts, was okay. Yeah, was decent, but the PC version. Go watch Digital Foundry's uh, review of it. Uh, they wild. were not pleased. <laughs> yeah. So that game was not ready. Um, 
but yeah, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, here's a quote. Uh, by the way, this news story comes to us from Kotaku.com. Uh, the quote said, in order to for the team to hit the respawn quality bar, provide the team the time they need, and achieve the level of polish our fans deserve, we have added six crucial weeks to our release schedule. Um, the studio wrote in a statement on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, all for it. I'm a little sad that I'm going to have to wait about another month or yeah. two. It's only I, a month. Though. Something like that. Um, I I loved the first game. It's the best Star Wars game that's come out maybe ever. I can't think of one that I liked more than that. It's pretty personally. good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I at the time, I really liked that weird N64 Star Wars game, but... Don't oh, go back and try to play it. It's one. so bad. Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. Uh, Holy smokes. It, yeah. It, was, it had a great Hoth level because you're just doing the movie. Yeah. But then everything else is like, what? Same. Who, why does this guy kind of look like Han Solo? What's going on here? Uh, there's Star Wars Bounty Hunter that came out. I remember really liking that game. Oh. That was like PS2 era uh, when that okay. first came out. And then I went back and I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, this game looks terrible now. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I've heard there's like a Clone Troopers game that's good, like Republic Commando or something, um, but I've never played it, well, it. But it was like a first-person shooter. And Star Wars is such a huge property, right? I'm sure they've got 100 games that have come out that I've never played. Um, yeah. That, depending yeah. on what you're into, right? There's like a, I'm sure there's an amazing Star Wars strategy game, and there's probably an amazing Star Wars like FPS that I just never played. But uh, Right. Yeah. But as far as like the action games go, um, this was really good, I thought. Um so yeah, I'm excited to play the next one. Yeah, big time. But uh, oh, let's find like you know what? Let's let's. It's the part of the show where we Google things. Uh, I want to know when it's coming out now. Jedi Survivor mm. release it's date. April? It's hard to sing. It's April 28th now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, basically like a month delay. So yeah. Um, good. Go for it, respawn. We love we. I love the stuff they make. Titanfall two apparently was really good. Apex yeah. Legends is amazing. Did you never play Titanfall two? I've played the first couple levels. I never okay. got. Okay. Apparently, there's a that game has one of those moments mm-hmm. where you, if you just get to this moment, you yeah. are going to love the game. And I don't think I've ever gotten to that moment every time okay. I've tried to play it. So uh, I don't know what it is. I'm trying not to spoil it in case I ever circle back and play it. <laughs> um, because I, I, I would love to stream Titanfall 2. I would love to stream... I actually just started... This is, again, off topic, but uh, I just got um, the uh, the port. The, someone released a port of The Legend of Zelda A Link to the yeah. Past just today of, as of this recording. And uh, it's really good. You can play it in 16 by 9. It's just... It runs perfectly. Yeah. I would love... I played like... Um, maybe an hour of it this, today and I, saw, I was having a blast those transitions yeah. between screens now are so fast oh yeah yeah it's great so there's like quality of life stuff for sure you actually le- learn you can map another button so you can instead oh. of just having one th- item mapped you can have two that's so funny. um which is a really nice quality of life thing um so yeah look look for a uh, legend of zelda link to the pa- last time i beat that game Look for a stream of that. The last time I beat it was in the 90s. So That's cool, man. A long time ago. <laughs> um, That's the best Legend yeah. of Zelda game. I don't know if you knew that. Well, mm, I'd, I don't... I, mm-hmm. It's tough. It's a really good one. It's, I know it's the best one. You guys want to hear something really sad? Mike, tell me what you think about the rest of the Legend of Zelda games. It's like B tier at best. <laughs> Including Breath of the Wild? Yeah, Breath of the Wild isn't even B tier. That's like a C tier game. 
my game is boring so, as heck. So guys, write to write to Taco Douglas. He, he's uh, twitter.com slash Taco Douglas, right? No underscore? Uh, I Yeah, no underscore. Yeah. Man, that's Twitter. how often I Douglas. use Twitter. Go send him your hate mail. <laughs> send him your hate mail about how he's wrong about Breath of the Wild. Please. Breath of the Wild is one of the best games yeah, ever made. Thank you. Game. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so the next section of the game is usually uh, Mike struggles to read the tweets, uh-huh. uh, but for, unfortunately, you guys didn't know we were recording this episode. Secret stuff. So instead, I released a secret tweet oh my. Um, on my own account and asked people to, to vote on something, um, but I don't want to talk about it right now because it ties in so well with our meat and potato mm-hmm. that I feel like it would be a spoiler. So yeah. that said... Is it uh is it tie is it the part of the show where we sell you things? Do we still do that? Kinda. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So well, I guess we got thing. Twitch, right? We got Twitch. That's a we still have a Patreon. Yeah. We still have a Patreon. Um, we are still going to be doing video episodes. We did not do one for this one because we're just so out of practice. We wanted to, again, wipe off those cobwebs. I got uh, so fat. Mm, I don't know about that. You look the same to me. Okay. Whatever you say. (laughs) Anyway, the Patreon's still going. Um, We're not going to heavily promote it until we have time to do all the Patreon things. But if you want to throw some ducats our way, uh, I think you go to patreon.com slash SBFEGS. There's many tiers for you to peruse. Uh, And we do have um, a bunch of minisodes that we recorded uh, leading up to our hiatus, uh, that you can you get un- you unlock instant access to. Um, we do like we talk about spooky ghost uh, hauntings and spooky, uh, spooky ghost a- hauntings. Yeah, did we? What was it? Wasn't that? <laughs> no, I just love that phrase. <laughs> That's the best way to oh, describe okay. it. <laughs> not ghost uh, stories. Also- not not spooky. Uh, no Reddit ghost threads. hauntings. Spooky ghost hauntings. Yeah, it was, it's great stuff. Mm. It's some of my favorite episodes. Um, we talked about... Didn't we talk about like crazy poop stories uh, in one of them? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure. We yeah. Did. Oh, yeah. yeah there was a, Everyone had to tell a poop story. And you. And you, I didn't really have one. You said one. you didn't have one, but everyone's got one. I don't. Everyone's got one. Okay. You, anyway. You at home listening uh, right now, you've got a poop story. <laughs> we all know it. Don't be ashamed. Tell the um, world. <laughs> What else? Oh, and we did a couple um, spoiler casts uh, on there, yeah. but I'm sure none of the games there are relevant. Anyway, yeah, they're pretty if old. If you go <laughs> and subscribe, there's like a one or two dollar. I can't remember which tier it was, but you get instant know. access to all those episodes. You can blast through them, you know, in a month, and then cancel your subscription. Whatever, it's fine. We don't care. No, <laughs> doesn't bother me. Uh, so that's our Patreon. But then also, I am still streaming regularly yeah. on Twitch. I keep this trying is where to get the, con- Mike to the new stream. content is. Yeah, the new content. So. Uh, twitch.tv slash sbfegs uh, mm-hmm. I stream there every Monday and Thursday 
unless I need a break. Like this last Monday, I needed some sleep. So I, I took the night off. But uh, Monday and Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, I stream for about two hours, maybe three hours um, at a time and just uh, just a chill hang. Come hang out. Give us, Drop us your free Amazon Prime Twitch subscription if you want. But you don't have to either. You can just come hang out and uh, have a good time and try to get Mike to stream stuff here and there. But it's really hard. We'll to see get him when to do uh, that. when Street Fighter Six comes out later this year. Um, oh, the tricky part for me is I I typically play my games in the Goblin hours of like oh midnight. Well, 2 there are people that that's a prime Twitch streaming time. Well, it would friend. be, but everyone else in my house is sleeping at that time. So. Oh, so oh, they would have to be like so you have to be. Quiet. They would have to be like ASMR whisper streams, oh, which is another dude, market maybe I can get into. Yeah, here let's let's hear a little sample, like like fighting as as let's say like your re, your Ryu right now. So like, I probably let's hear some ASMR. Well, here, you probably would be hearing the whole time is uh, is just uh, ooh okay, and then give us some like 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 you you just won. Let's hear what that would sound like. Oh, sweet! I just won. there it is it's like i'm there that's amazing yeah. this, that is actually uh that is one of the few uh, games where i actually talk pretty consistently even if i'm all alone oh wow okay because cool it, well, yeah anything competitive right where people are doing stuff even if you're losing like oh man that was sweet <laughs> that was really cool what they just did okay well so you heard it here folks maybe some some street fighter uh, mm-hmm. streams from mike we will see uh, also adam has promised when his game ever comes out whenever that is whenever it gets released he will do a stream with me and we will play his game together um whether i don't know if it has co-op or whatever i don't know what that means exactly maybe he's just talking about it while i play i have no idea right but um but yeah so he he said we would do that and so whenever that is you know you'll you'll be the first to know about it here because he'll be back on the show so um so yeah that's uh that's the the part of the show where we sell you things there was madness in any direction I kind of put a like a Mary Poppins spin on that one, mm. you know, like a, a spoonful of sugar, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, Jim Churu. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, they're called churros, Mike. Oh, Jim Churro. Oh, man, those Jim Churros are good. <laughs> Off topic once more. There is something really special about a Disneyland churro. I don't know what it is. I have heard. Uh, <laughs> again, good. off topic. Cassandra and I, my wife, my wife's name is Cassandra, if you didn't know, mm-hmm. we got married uh, last September 2022, and we are going to do our one year anniversary at Disney World. That's fine. Um, and the reason for that is because I proposed to her at Disney World. And uh, did you so really? we're going to oh, go. That's right, you did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I proposed to my wife at Disneyland. Did you? I did. Did you do it during the fireworks? I did do it during the fireworks. It's perfect. I think right? you told me about yeah. this. Yes. Uh, I couldn't wait. I did it the second we were in the park. That, I was like, nope, I'm not carrying the secret around with me all day. <laughs> that's so smart because I got to tell you, that was the least fun Disneyland trip I've ever been on. I yeah. was paranoid the entire, all, it was all I could think about all day long. 
Because there's two answers <laughs> to that question, right? I mean, it could go either yep. way. And oh, I'm, yeah. I've got this, you know, not super expensive, but not inexpensive ring in my pocket. And I'm walking around a theme mm-hmm. park paranoid that I'm going to drop this thing somewhere. Yep. Yeah, it was horrible. But then it was great. I, I, yeah, it was great. I, I didn't plan on proposing right away, but I was like, you know what? I'm... I, I'm going to be miserable. I don't go to Disney World. Like, so Disneyland, folks, it mm-hmm. feels like you guys go a little more often. I, I don't go once we a used year. To. Oh, okay. It got, my, real, it my, got real expensive. That's true. <laughs> uh, I The last time I was at Disney before last year mm-hmm. was like 10 years ago. Oh, okay. And so, like, I was like, I don't, I don't want to. I'm anxious already. I just need to do this. So I did <laughs> I, I it. Get it. And then as soon as I proposed, this vine lady, who's like one of the mascots of Animal Kingdom... <laughs> Like came out of the sh- out of the bushes, like I'm still on my knee, and I notice her over there, like looking at us. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. But oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about that was fun. Proposals. Though. A little fun little diversion. It was fun. So anyway, we're planning a trip to Dis- uh, Animal Kingdom again, and they have the best churros at Disney World at this one lodge that we're going to go to. So nice. anyway, that's where that all came. Anyway, it's time. For the meat and potato of this episode. By the way, I kind of thought this episode was going to be short, but um, it's not. So far, we're right on track. It's not long though. That's true. It's it's a, well, yeah. So we're not going to have one of our epically length ones. So I think I have this theory that the more people you have on the podcast, the more the longer the show is by about twenty minutes, maybe thirty minutes. Um, so there's only two of us here. So we're go- yeah. this is going to be kind of a shorter episode. But then if Adam ever comes back, they'll get about 20 to 30 minutes longer. Then if we have a fourth guest, it gets to be about another 20 to 30 minutes longer than that. That's true. So so that's that's my that's my little theory. Anyway, <laughs> again, off topic. What is happening to my brain? The meat and potato of this episode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is based on a tweet that I posted on January 26th, 2023. Um, it had 367 views for some reason, because now it's really hard to be seen, to have your tweet seen unless you pay for P- Twitter blue. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. So, <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> but here's the tweet. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, Mike? I'm you. ready. Listeners at home, are you ready? I'll list, uh, say yes out loud right now, even if you're on the bus. We'll hear you. Especially if you're <laughs> on the bus. Oh, I heard you. Okay. You, it sounds like you're ready. Thank you. Thank you so much for playing along. Uh, here's the question. When it comes to video game releases, Mm -hmm. would you rather be insanely hyped leading up to the release with the possibility of being disappointed, or would you rather have fairly low expectations and be pleasantly surprised? Mm. Uh, And so as a little sneaky boy, I'm going to start this off with our poll. I tweeted this knowing that I was going to talk about this on SBF VGS and we had a poll and 29% of you said you would rather be very hyped and 71% of you said you'd rather have low expectations. So that seems like a pretty overwhelming majority. And I personally am in the low expectations camp. Mm, bunch of um, sour persons. <laughs> Well, I, I will explain in a minute, but I want to read some of the re- replies we got. We had Ronan Kai. He replied saying, I want the second, meaning low expectations, mm-hmm. but end up being the first. So he wants to have low expectations, yeah. so he's not disappointed, um, but he's all, he seems to always be very hyped. 
And, uh, you know, that's valid. Um, I, I feel like I'm in that boat a lot, too. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, also, we had an app respond to us. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, the the GG Game Collection Tracker app. Have you uh-huh. ever used that app? I sure haven't. <clears throat> well, that app responded to my tweet <laughs> and said, yes. Which, that's a weird one, because that was an either-or question. (laughs) So I responded with some thinking emojis, like, what are you talking about? And GG responded again, saying, I like both sides. I think it depends on the game. And that, I could see that, too. Uh, Um, Yeah. It seems a little bit on the fence for my taste, GG. But you know what? Also, maybe it's a grandma. GG? Great-grandma? Great-grandma. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, also the Theo Logan, who is uh, one of the hosts of the reformed gamers podcast, he responded saying, I'll let my dude Kratos sum up my thoughts. And, uh, then there's like a picture of Kratos and it says, uh, I'm going to try to do the voice, but I'm not going to do it justice. Excited for this. Keep your expectations low and you will never be disappointed. Kratos. Perfect. Thank you. It was like Kratos was here with us. (laughs) Boy. I don't quite have the resonance that he has. No one has for his sure. resonance. Yeah. <laughs> and no one is as long-winded as him if you've watched the video game awards. Um. <laughs> he was just trying to get us some sweet Steam decks. It didn't work, though. He really was, and it did not work, no. Uh, so anyway, that's the replies. So yeah. let, me, let me dive into my answer. So I would rather have low expectations mm. and be pleasantly surprised. And so ultimately what I mean by that is I want a game to be announced either as it's being released or like right around the corner of it being released. This kind of happened with uh, Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. They announced it and within months it was out. And so I didn't have all this time to get all this like hype built up in my head where I'm like, oh, it's going to be the best thing I've ever seen. Oh my goodness, I'm going to play it this many times. I'm going to take a week off of work. My life is going to change. <laughs> And then it comes out and there's no way anything that a human being has ever made can live up to those expectations. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, th- it's impossible. And so I just feel like you're setting yourself up for disappointment because your imagination. Okay. So there's this rule in movie making, right? Uh, especially horror films where it is often so much scarier if you just don't show it. Mm-hmm. If you what if it's a monster, if it's a shark, whatever the scary thing is, yeah. just don't show it. And it is so much because your what your brain can imagine is perfectly tailored to you and what scares you. Mm-hmm. And so you cannot make it as scary with all all the CG in the world can't make something as scary as your imagination can because it's mm. so perfectly tailored to you. Counterpoint. What? Okay. Tim Curry as Pennywise in the It miniseries. Is the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> See, I don't agree. Terrified me. He just me. looks like a guy wearing makeup to Terrified me. Terrified me as a child. Well, do you want to hear something weird? Okay, so clowns don't scare me. And I thought about it for a long time because mm-hmm. they. I just see the people wearing makeup. And I think I know why. It's because I went through this really, really weird phase mm-hmm. when I was a little boy. I was probably eight or nine years old. And I just... My mom bought me this clown makeup kit, and I just, on a Saturday morning, I would just put clown makeup on my face and dress up like a clown on just on a Saturday for fun. For fun. Not go see anyone. As you do. I was such a weird child. But 
I think it made me immune to being afraid of clowns. And this is a memory that recently unlocked. It's not something I knew consciously yeah. for a very long time. And then I was just thinking about it one day. I'm like, huh? huh why don't clowns scare me? That is and the then I was like, well, wait a minute. I remember heard. putting clown makeup on my face for a while. Oh, my goodness. I did it a, a, like for a few months if or something. If I was in my house and walked into a room and my... <laughs> child was suddenly a clown i would probably die i would die of fright immediately <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny <laughs> so true i didn't ever thought about it from my parents perspective yeah they they, they were, were hostages in their own home they were terrified <laughs> that any day they might open a door and there will be a tiny clown tiny not even a normal so you're not clown, you weren't afraid clown. because you were the villain of the story <laughs> oh my gosh this is like therapy i didn't know this recording about you, sbf i didn't know this about me either i'm the villain i didn't know this i always thought i was the good guy i'm the villain of this story. well every villain thinks he's the good guy that's what makes villains it explains why i have so much more fun than everyone else because <laughs> the villains are always having the most fun that is true <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy so anyway back to this topic i man i've learned so much about myself today yeah, we all uh, have but <laughs> we all have it's true but uh so that's my thoughts mm-hmm. so how about you what do you what do you think let's hear what i have no idea what you think about this topic yeah no i i'm i don't want to say in the middle i actually genuinely like getting really excited for games okay i'm a bad candidate for this because my my peak excitement levels are not anywhere near like what people would call hype. <laughs> it's just, you seem like a pretty even killed guy. You seem like a bad guy to do react. It's not videos, in my DNA, you know? <laughs> right? To, yeah. Like, like Megan, one of Megan's most disappointing things was like when I was like 32 or 34 or something like that, I finally had all four of my wisdom teeth pulled out at once. Um, oh man so they had to give me the old the old goofy oh. gas and everything and she was hoping to get one of those really cool instagram uh videos of me coming off oh you just talking and... like a maniac i was so boring i was so boring yeah, if i ever need i am terrified of needing drugs like that by the way because i am the opposite of you mm. as you might know i'm very animated and so yeah, yeah. like i just know i'm gonna be like losing him <laughs> losing my mind <laughs> you're gonna so far, spill I never needed all anything your like secrets that. Oh, They're gonna pull people like in it. close. I'm like, oh, I was a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I was a clown. I was an eight year old clown. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it could be like a TLC special. Oh, I was does. an eight year old clown. Get Maury Povich in here. <laughs> <laughs> all the kids We're so off the All rails. the kids know Maury Povich. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> let oh me talk to goodness. sally jesse raphael real quick <laughs> oh my gosh i so forgot about old. her too <laughs> i yeah, we're old I, I already said i'm 42 i outed myself as an oldie yeah you did but uh okay so so how about this what was the game in your life your whole life that you have been the most hyped about um i mean i've been the most hyped about chrono trigger my entire life i think it's the best game ever made and i keep trying to get everyone in the world to play it even though it's oh what 30 five 35 gosh what year is this 
It's 2023. That game came out in 1994, I think. I'm going to Google this. How old is <laughs> Chrono? Basic, basic math. It's tough, kids. I can't do Almost it. Almost 30 years old. It's 28. It's 28. Yeah. So, so, but no, in general, I, I, I tend to get pretty excited about games, but I think I also temper my disappointment um, for, for things pretty easy. Like, uh, a good example of this is Forspoken, right? When the when the oh. Forspoken reveal trailer came out at um, that PlayStation show, whatever it was, like in 2018, I was like, oh, <laughs> it looks pretty cool. It's got like a cool magic parkour thing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It looks different than a lot of the stuff that Square Enix has typically been making. That, that's all good news. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like uh, about like a year ago, we started to get like marketing trailers for that game and seeing what the story was. And I was like, that, that looks a little, that looks a little rough. Um, <laughs> to say the least. To say yep. the least. So yeah, you know, it doesn't necessarily temper into immediate disappointment, but the expectation immediately just, like, it just like shifts automatically like, oh, okay, that's probably going to be just okay. Um, and by all accounts from everything I've read, it's, it's, yeah, it's just an okay game. And, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with okay games. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm extremely excited about, uh, Street Fighter six. Like I, I've played the two betas that have uh, been available so far. And, uh, uh-huh. that thing just keeps getting better and better. I'm going to tell you that. So I don't know. I'm very, very excited for that game. But again, my very, very excited is like probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably Pl- a like low energy bar. Interested. Like my, my, I'm. <laughs> This is the most excited I've ever been for a game in in five years. Is somebody else's? I just had my morning coffee, um, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. It's, it's my. I've just had my morning. Yeah, coffee, I had I an espresso today, guys. I'm pretty buzzed. Um, that's about. <laughs> this didn't even sound buzzed there. I can't. Like, let, let me let me hear your most let, like like. Okay, this is fake. Act is act. acting. Okay, act the most hyped you possibly could. Just right now, let's see, let's hear you try to get as hyped as you possibly. What's could. my motivation? What am I excited about? Uh, I, I mean, it's the new Street Fighter. It's the new Street Fighter. New Street Fighter Six. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, give me a countdown. I'll go. And, and this is not your real response. Not this my is real you response. Trying to exaggerate. This is your what response. I. Yeah, I'm trying to exaggerate. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's hear it. That looks pretty sweet. <laughs> and here's mine. You want to hear mine? Yeah, I would love to. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. That made me tired just hearing it. <laughs> so there you go. There's our difference. You and me, we're we're a couple of peas in a pod, right? Yeah, Aren't we? Just You know, I but I think I think you need both, right? Um Oh yeah. Back when I was in college, uh, I used to have like twice a week a group of friends that came over and we played fighting games. Um, a lot of third strike at the time, original guilty gear, things like that. Uh, but they would come over, um, and we play games late into the night and I had one of my buddies, Ken, and that guy was a hype machine, like he had more, wow. more life than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> and, and you know, some like having a person like that around for something you're already excited about, but they, but they just, mm-hmm. they live on a different level than you do. Right. It just makes everything more fun. Mm-hmm. Everything is better when you've got people that can show some real genuine excitement. Like there's still magic in the world and these people have, have bottled it somehow. Um, yeah. That stuff is fantastic. Uh, I get a little jealous of that. Um, 
at the same time, I completely understand like not wanting the heartbreak of like getting very, very excited for something. And then like it comes out and it's like, oh, no, it's another DC movie. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> why, do I, why do I keep going to see these things? Um, you know, it, it sucks oh, so when, true. when there's like a property that you really like or it's a studio that you really like and that comes out and it's either not good or it's just okay. Um, I think we have the benefit being, you know, around for as long as we have that we know the, pred- the pedigree of a lot of studios. We've known the show for a long time. Um, <laughs> wow you know, yes we have. Aside, what 2016 right? uh is that right yeah yeah so we're coming up like on like you know seven eight years doing this show wow um, yeah somebody knows the with number, a couple years me. off <laughs> um oh what <laughs> yeah but we we've talked to a lot of people in the industry we've covered a lot of games and so we have the benefit of like oh super giant's gonna put something out i can get as hype as i want because their stuff is always good they only put so out far they have yet to fail. Good yeah. stuff, you know. Hades two is going to be right. Naughty Dog's in a similar boat. Yeah, Naughty Dog makes great games. Uh, it's not everyone's mm-hmm. cup of tea, you know. There's plenty of people who don't like Naughty right. Dog games. I don't think that means they're not good games. It's just you know not the kind of game that you like, and that's okay too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's a plenty there's you know plenty of studios out there that just solid gold, and there's other studios that we know just hey your expectations oh it's a bethesda game cool probably gonna be really fun but broken as hell when it comes out so just <laughs> give it give it like a month or so you know before yeah you jump that's in. starfield i mean skyrim is still broken and it's sure. been out a, like yeah. for 12 years or something crazy like that but but at the same so, time you also still know, really like, fun oh hey a bethesda game's coming out that thing is gonna be crazy in a year from now like there's mm. there's entire communities that live and die on like modding those things so like oh yeah you know if you want to see every character in Starfield naked, give it about a year. There'll be a mod for it. <laughs> that is very true. I don't uh, know why you'd want to. I'm not here. I'm not one to judge. It's not. It's not for me to say what you shouldn't shouldn't do look, in your free time. If I open up like like any any mod page on on Skyrim, I can I can see what the top rated ones are. I got you, dirty birds, like so. Yeah, that's, that's going to happen for Starfield as well. But you know, it's. Mm-hmm. You you hang around long enough and you just kind of know what what studios kind of do and and there's some that's like yeah go ahead and get excited there's some like eh, temper those expectations a little bit mm-hmm. these folks are you know they're here and there and then there's some like that's gonna be fun about a year after it comes out uh, <laughs> so I, I think we yeah. we have a little bit of foresight into some of those things and a lot of other folks that don't do podcasts you too you, you hang out in these community for long enough and uh, you start to see those patterns emerge. Sometimes yeah. the most fun thing to be excited about is a complete unknown. Um, that's true. Well, yeah, so that's an example. The game that just came out, that uh, the one that Shadow dropped uh, in a completely different genre, Hi-Fi Rush, yeah, the one Hi-Fi you were Rush, talking yeah. about. Like, different genre than the developer's ever done. Mm-hmm. Came out of nowhere. Like, no time for any hype to build. And that game is reviewing very strong. It's really People fun. People love it. Yeah. And, and I think it was slightly helped by the fact that we weren't just sitting around waiting for it for five years. Like it just kind of showed up. That's true. And yeah, there's not time to like know. speculate and think like, oh, well, you know, um, evil within graphically is like super impressive and realistic and all these cool things. And like, what's this thing? Look, this thing doesn't look like it's even polished yet or, right. You know, you can't do yeah. that. You just, you take it on face value and just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really cool right. thing to do too. Yeah. And it is cool. And here's the thing though. It do, it won't work every time. Um, sure. who was it it's one of the guys who writes for K- Kotaku I think it might be his name is like Luke Plunkett or something yeah, like I that yeah I know what you're talking about 
<clears throat> he he tweeted like, you know, this was really cool that it worked for Hi-Fi Rush, but the second that some studio tries this and the game does not take off and do successful numbers or whatever, mm-hmm. they're at, like all the big you know executives are going to write off this approach and never try it again. Um, because it's not like a magic bullet. It's not like this is what made the game good. It might, it contributed to maybe some of its success, but it's not like the formula for success. So, sure. um, and, yeah. And you, you know, the hi-fi rush strikes me as like the equivalent of, um, studio maybe that, you know, and they, they, you know, they make high budget horror films or what have you. And then they've decided just like a little, little cool indie thing. They just want to try something different out. And the studios, yeah, just go ahead and toss that one out. That's fine. We're not going to mm-hmm. scrutinize that the same way we are with this established franchise that uh, all of our shareholders really care about. Uh, right. So, because unfortunately, in the way you know business works is a lot of reasons games can't do these stealth releases is because they have to build, uh, they have to try to build that hype, you know, whether it's warranted right. or manufactured because that gets people excited, gets them pre-ordering. Pre-orders mean mm. investors maybe start investing a little more. Um, so, you know, that's just sort of the nature of it. Um, if you just stealth release everything, then it, it feels too volatile in a in a shareholder market. Uh, right. So yeah. big stuff, it's Sad hard to do that truth. with. You know, yeah. but but there's been there's been examples, you know, Beth- speaking of Bethesda, you know, they they've done things where they announce like a fallout and it's coming out like three months from now. Um, yeah, I think they did that with Fallout 4, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And that's kind of um, a fun window, right? Where it's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a big franchise. Hey, you can get excited and start pre-ordering, and it'll be out in like three or four months. Um, versus yeah. like, what was it? Cyberpunk got announced like 10 years before it came out. <laughs> it was ridiculously long. It was long. like 2012 like, when it got announced, I think. We saw gameplay like, you know, seven years ago. Some crazy, <laughs> like before... Before the PlayStation was even announced, PlayStation Four was even announced, I think, or maybe well, it, was it PlayStation Four? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I mean, it came out on yeah. PS4 too. It was, that yeah. was part of the target platform. But folks even said like that trailer came out like announcing, "Hey, that we're going to make a cyberpunk game," and they didn't actually start doing like pre-production on it for like three years because they were still working on The Witcher. So and, well, yeah, and all the stuff they did, they did do some stuff, and then they threw it out, right? And then, you know, like sure. all that crazy. So yeah. That that's so that's the problem with hyping a game for years because the game is going to change dramatically in those five, six, seven years, and people are going to look at those changes and yeah. you'll get like your puddle gate, like with Spider Man when the puddles were slightly different than they were in the trailer. So oh they <laughs> they they reduced the quality of the game. Sure. They didn't want anyone to know, but they did it. And I saw it, and so I, how dare they? Yeah. But no, really, they just it just changed, you know. Yep. Like, um, and you know, same thing happened with The Witcher Three, um, and it happened with the first Watch Dogs game. Like, they're like, you downgraded the graphics. Well, what we showed you wasn't really a game because yeah, like it didn't come out for seven years. <laughs> yeah, it. In you know, there's all those risks too. Um, there's other games that look fantastic every time we see them. Like The Last Night is a great example. Uh, mm. Tim Saray, he's been on the show. That game looks fantastic every time I see it. Like, man, that looks so good. But I've also been waiting for so long. It's really hard for me to still feel excited. It's like, not to, right, you can pick on right. that one game, right? Um, yeah, uh, no hard feelings, Tim. Yeah, we, at we're all. still. I'm I still excited. It. This is not me poking <laughs> you saying finish the game. I'm just, 
I'm excited because I know it's going to be really, really great when it comes out. But it just feels like it's been in development mm-hmm. for so long. Hollow Knight Silk Song is mm-hmm. another one, right? That that I think it was announced like when it has it been five years or something like that. Oh, I have uh, no idea. But it was originally supposed to be DLC for for Hollow Knight, and then it was becoming its own game. And then oh wow! Every game, every event now at this point, everyone's like, "Is is this the one? Is this what they talk about Silk Song?" And it never is. Um, wow so it went from like oh i can't wait for silk song to like i don't know if i care anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh no i'll probably still play it when it comes out right but it's just impossible to keep uh staying excited for something that's just not coming out the 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 third book in the king killer chronicles uh, mr patrick rothfuss i've been waiting like 11 years it's hard to stay (laughs) excited to the show sure does why wouldn't he Um, (laughs) not to criticize but i mean uh, Name of the Wind and the Wise Man's Fear are like my favorite fantasy books like of all time. I love those books. Um, and I was super excited for the third one to come out. And it's yeah, it's been over a decade at this point. It's like, can I still wow. be excited? Not, not really. I mean, I'll definitely mm. read it when it comes out. But um, if you're still alive. <laughs> if I'm still alive, yeah, for sure. Who knows? No, I'm not. I... I I'm just saying if any of us are still alive, not just you specifically. No, um, I mean, yeah. I'm not picking on you. You're, you're, you're strong and healthy and mm. full of vigor. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I could go in any moment. <laughs> no, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> then I'll just be sitting here talking to myself. That's the only reason. That could be an interesting no, I'm just show kidding. too. <laughs> just kidding. Oh boy. Well, you, anyway, you could, that's release, in a, the mean- you could release a new podcast. Just I, me talking I, to myself. I was an eight-year-old clown. Um, <laughs> I was an eight-year-old clown. <laughs> see where it goes. I feel like there's a lot of meat on them bones. I would have psychiatrists writing in every week. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. Think about it. All that content writes itself. <laughs> Wow. Um, so that's been, uh, this has been SBF EGS, guys. Sure. Uh, episode 185. <laughs> we're back with a vengeance, that's for yeah. sure. Oh, man. Do you remember any of the things Adam used to say to wrap up an episode? So much of it is not relevant. I don't think we, do we still have merch? I don't think we do. Um, no, we we don't. I hope not, because there's no one to ship it out. <laughs> if you try <laughs> to buy true. it. <laughs> so we have a website we, hit us up on uh, sbfvgs.com uh to look check out all the the episodes that we have that we have every single episode we have ever released and recorded mm-hmm. and posted is up there um every single episode of sbfvgs is there so go bo- go peruse it still exists um you can uh f- check out my streams on twitch.tv here we go uh twitch.tv slash sbfvgs every monday night and Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Stop by. Check out what I'm playing at. Um, join our Discord. Uh, if you go to bit.ly slash SBFEGS Discord, that's where we spend most of our time chatting. Yeah, we are there uh, with every people. day. Yeah, every day. Um, and we talk about all... We've got all kinds of sections to talk about. You know, um, things we like, things we hate, music, um, video games that just came out, movies and TV shows we're watching. We talk about everything even politics if you want to get real salty Mm -mm. you know like uh i i don't 
talk in there as much as I used to, but um, it's pretty active. So yeah, stop on by bit.ly slash SBFEGS Discord. Um, it's a wonderful place to hang. Uh, anything else? Anything else we should plug? Mm, well, the the podcast logo was uh, created by the oh. Mr. Handsomely Faced Eric Kruger. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> Globetrotter that one. Oh, I know. He's, he's I don't I think he's in Colombia right he's now. He's somewhere different every time uh I see a message from yeah. him. It's it's amazing. Yeah, he's uh he's he's basically working remotely uh and like abroad this whole year, basically. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. I not for me, it's not my <laughs> it's not my favorite <laughs> I'm, idea, but I'm too picky of an eater to be a globetrotter. <laughs> you know? Same. There's no internet. Also, out I like in being Columbia, home, probably. Oh man, there's no internet out in New York, Mike. Now yeah. you made me sad. <laughs> you guys have alternatives. <laughs> yeah, we got Shake Shack. It's it's basically the same. Mm. Maybe not as good, but it's almost as good. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's been hit us up. Hit us up. Uh, what is it on on our Twitter? I wouldn't bother Twitter. with com. mine anymore. Twitter. I, well, I'm I mean, no, the SBFEGS. Talk to David. SBFEGS podcast. Oh, yeah, sure. Follow I'm sure us on Twitter. Eight, 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 yeah, uh, it's twitter.com slash SBFEGS podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit us up with your topics, questions, and musings, right? I think so. If you want to be a part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. You can tweet at David. <laughs> he's he's on there. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Twitter.com slash David J. Tate. Yeah. Don't tweet at me. I, I don't look at it anymore. Um, uh, twitter.com slash taco douglas go tell him how wrong he is about zelda that's fine feel free <laughs> if you really want me to see those come to discord that's true uh bit.ly slash sbfegs discord and that's enough plugs <laughs> i think until next time goodbye everybody hey see you guys Yay! I'm clapping Ooh, by that's weird when it's clap. one person Woo-hoo! isn't it something Yay! an eight-year-old clown would do